Hi people and welcome to today's episode. Um, in this episode we are going to talk about movies again. And first for introduction, I'm Anna and I come from Hungary. I'm Harsh from India. I'm Shruti from India. And I'm Igor from Poland. So last time we started comparing um, movies from the past and how the jokes, for example, have changed for today or how the cast became more diverse. But um, there are definitely more um, changes. For example, um, I think it's important how cinemas um, used to show less movies and there were definitely um, less movies and series in production so people watched the same pieces again and again and nowadays there are so many movies that it's basically impossible to get to the end of it. That's true. I think it's because as as media has grown and as it's evolved, we've making movies and making other forms of entertainment has become easier. And as going to the theater and watching movies has become more popularized, as well as streaming them at home, it's people are more willing to commit to movies in general. Yes, for sure. And about watching movies at home, I think it's interesting how we used to watch like DVDs and um, you could also rent DVDs and nowadays it's it's not really a thing. I mean, most people use streaming services like Netflix or HBO. That's true. And I think... And I think um, with this increase in streaming services, people are also beginning to look for places they can view movies illegally. Because the more movies come out and the more themes and messages they talk about, which haven't been talked about in the past, the more people, especially young people, people of our generation, want to be able to access those movies and those shows. But since, we, but since we're not in that financial position where we can pay for it, piracy has also become increasingly common in terms of movies. Oh yeah, for sure. Or when I can't access um, a series on different services because I'm located in Hungary, but um, like not official services would have them for every country or every person. Yeah, that's true. And then there's also the matter of countries. Some countries ban certain sites and certain movies in general. So right now, the cinemas and the theaters have almost become political because there are certain movies they allow their citizens to watch. And then there are movies that go against what their government is trying to preach in the first place. So illegal sites have almost become this way of uniting this brand of people who, one, either don't, either don't want to pay for movies or two, need to use that site because those movies aren't legally available where they're from. Oh yeah, for sure. And it kind of connects to our very first episode because 
as I've mentioned, it's um, now illegal to um, show LGBTQ couples and teams for children, and so maybe these uh, will be removed from streaming services, so people who want to watch them have to use different sites to have access to this kind of movies. Yeah, that's true. Which kind of brings us to the point that I, I, I personally feel that theaters and cinemas these days kind of reflect, and, and, and they've always reflected, but especially these days, they reflect what what the country itself supports and what it doesn't, because entertainment is one of the most surest ways of getting to somebody, because it's when somebody is freest and when they're happiest and most relaxed that you can really get to them with an idea that you have than you would have been able to if they were guarded or if they were more cautious. So definitely I feel that theatres have become more and more politicised in terms of the content that they show. That's true. And I just realised how the movie genre has also changed because earlier there wasn't really a thing as kids movies and nowadays if I walk into the theatres there are of course action movies and dramas and stuff but you have always you always see at least two kids movies that are animated and yeah very popular Are you sure Actually, about the that? purpose of entertainment has also uh, like has also changed from years. Like the the entertainment for uh, before like in India, the Bollywood has started during the time of the freedom of India. So like at that time, uh, people wanted something to for their entertainment and to, to relieve the stress out of their mind. And now it's not that uh, now that that's not the purpose. Uh, it's like people need entertainment for everyday life. Or the life they are like struggling from. Yeah, that's true. It's 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 as he said. Now that more and more shows are coming on, there's this increasing amount of content that is put before us. So consuming entertainment has almost become a part of our daily lives. I don't know anybody in my friend circle personally that doesn't have Netflix, or who doesn't watch shows or movies because it's become so widespread. It's not. It's not a luxury or a privilege like it was in the past. These days, you find you find entertainment everywhere. I'm not so sure how much of a luxury it was like going to the cinema because I can finally use my history knowledge other than in class because we learned that um, cinema was really the entertainment of the workers so like they would spend like this one hour of their week and going to the cinema and enjoying some time there so i'm not sure if that was as expensive but it definitely can depend on the country hmm. where i'm from like right now where i'm staying in dubai cinemas are really expensive especially theaters so the experience that I've had personally with them is that they're, they're, 
they're mostly art for profit rather than providing a really good viewer experience so cinema tickets are really expensive and even buying food or yeah just just watching the movie in general is is really expensive which is kind of why to me i i always thought that theaters were a privilege or a luxury because our family didn't get to go to them often but yeah now that you've said it i get your point i think that they have become more expensive but yeah for for example i don't really go to the theater with my family but when we go we never buy any snacks because they are so very expensive so we just go in watch the movie and then get out and eat something at home because those prices really went up so i think this is the part that has changed by the time and it really become very profit oriented yeah so i guess the opposite applies while in the past it was cheaper and kind of for everyone these days it's becoming more profit oriented oh yeah and that's why i think streaming services or watching movies in the television is becoming more popular even though you have to like watch three ad blocks um during a movie when you watch it um it's still way cheaper than going to the cinema every time you want to watch a movie yeah i personally believe that going to a cinema is really meaningful cuz i personally love watching movies and i like doing them at theaters cuz it gets really dark and the screen is so big and i don't know it just going to a theater feels more immersive but i wouldn't say going to the theater is what i would prefer if i had to pay as much as i do have to pay today to get a ticket and to go but at the same time i do think it's unfair to the people who made the movie to watch them illegally so i i kind of have mixed feelings about it but yeah streaming services for sure but even that i guess i'm not really in a position where i can afford it and most people are rich teens can't afford it either so we're kind of forced to rely on on illegal sites but there's also a lot of mixed feelings regarding it as i said the purpose of entertaining people has changed yeah for sure but streaming services and movies becoming more political um the live action mulan film came out like one or two years ago i'm not sure and it received a lot of backlash because um they credited um the region of china where it was shot but uh, this the region where the genocide is happening so many people boycotted that movie and didn't go to the cinemas to watch it um for that much money and to really pay for the creation of the movie and the creators um so yeah i was also thinking about like mulan was my favorite disney movie but with all these things in the background i wasn't sure if i wanted to watch it in the first place and i definitely didn't want to go to the cinema to spend that amount of money on it Absolutely I think most of the Disney movies that I've watched have been at home I've barely watched any Disney movies actually in the theater For me it's like paying some uh, like paying some amount of money for wasting your 2 to 3 hours of time is not understandable 
that's why i just left watching entertainment or something like this from once since i started think about like this i think personally for me these days especially i don't really watch shows and movies often i'm mostly just reading online cuz like harsh said even i kind of believe these days that a lot of media is a waste of time because i don't know like if you look at shows on netflix a lot of them aren't even a lot of them don't even try to teach you anything that they're, they're not meaningful it just it's just something to pass the time and exactly. if i can't do anything yeah and if i can't do anything to pass my time meaningfully then then what's the point of relying on entertainment and media to get me going there are so many shows on netflix but exactly how many of those shows are actually out there to give you something good and entertainment and media is honestly such a is honestly such an impactful way of changing someone's life we don't know but a lot of our beliefs and a lot of our thinking has stemmed from what we've seen in media and what we've observed in in communication so isn't it, it isn't it the moral responsibility of people working on that side of the field to be able to to provide us with a viewing experience and make it good so when we walk away from it we can tell ourselves that we've learned something or at the very least felt entertained but i feel like i don't even get that from a, from a lot of the netflix shows that i see documentaries more than media well yeah i mean at the end even documentaries are a form of media but they have some kind of purpose like documentaries actually made on something so we we can get knowledge that's true but i think at the same time even documentaries can have propaganda in them i feel like i mean you do walk off with knowledge but at the end of the day someone is giving you that knowledge and i feel like sometimes documentaries can be can be biased i've personally read yeah, news definitely. of exactly mm-hmm. like i've read news of so many documentaries in the past being bashed over containing some sort of political view that was too extreme so i feel like at this point it doesn't matter what media it is as long as as long as you're making it responsibly so viewers can get something responsible out of it i find it interesting what you're saying about uh, good movies and um, teaching something because yeah it's really important but i think with the pandemic going on and staying at home many people just home and watch movies and it helped them not to think about the pandemic and staying at home but just they binge watched anything that came up so i think this was a trend for this time but otherwise yeah it's really much better to have something to learn from a movie or series yeah i agree yeah and like even if you don't learn something at the very least it could be good entertainment i feel like so many shows that are there aren't even good entertainment like 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 the script the scenes all of it it's just it's 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 generic i don't feel like i'm seeing anything new or original at the very least if not low you could provide them with a good experience but i feel like they don't even do that i mean i i can't speak for all netflix shows but i personally feel like there's been this ongoing trend of new shows coming up and there's so much of content right now that it's becoming harder for me to distinguish from from the good and the bad and also with 
the many new films and series, I think it's much harder for the creators to find a new plot or something different because I often see movies with the very same plot, of course different actors and maybe in front of a different background, but like let's say the romantic line, storyline is always spirals back to the same thing and then it's just not so interesting anymore. Yeah, I honestly feel like there's just so much coming up. The whole hype over having a new show or over having a new movie has just kind of decreased. Because I feel like something is more exciting and more joyous when it's not so common. But I feel like there's so much coming up every single time that that the excitement has kind of just worn off. Really interesting that Gabriela um, has written down was that in the 40s and 50s movies about terrorism and escapism and happiness were popular as people experienced and recovered from the Second World War. And then in the 80s action genre became more popular as well fast-paced and imaginative films. Um, maybe because people changed and the rhythm of the lives changed. And I find it like it's really true because as I watch older movies many of them feel like really slow paced compared to what I'm used to and what I like because like spending half an hour just getting to know one character when there are three and then it's so yeah they can get boring due to their slow pace I think and it's really because I'm not used to that type of movies I kind of agree with what with what Gabriella said. I feel like every generation demands something new of entertainment based on their circumstances. One thing that I've noticed personally is that these days, especially in our generation, we're fighting a lot for having diverse representation in movies and in shows. So there's this huge, huge need to have different, different um, characters of different races, nationalities, and sexualities starring in TV shows and in movies. And it's not like how it was in the past. In the past, while it would be predominantly white people participating in movies, now it's just the scenario has completely changed. You're seeing characters of different colors, characters who don't have to deal with the kind of racist or sexist stereotypes that were placed on them in the past. So I feel like every generation demands something new and our generation is demanding representation. really like the movies when it like hits you how different ethnic groups and different people have completely different experiences um, just based on their ethnic or social backgrounds and when it really clashes with let's say the main characters um, storyline and feelings just because they come from different backgrounds and I really enjoy when it's shown in movies and I think it makes me think a lot more than just watching um, a movie with two white people who have the same exact experiences and then just talk about those. Exactly, and I feel like the more ethnically diverse characters you have, the more scope, the more creative scope a movie has to explore issues that, that maybe a certain race doesn't go through.
yes exactly Not so long ago this movie on Netflix came out, I think it was a Netflix movie, and it's called Moxie. And um, the main character was a white uh, girl in high school, and her best friend was um, an Asian American, I think second generation um, immigrant. And nearly the end of the movie, it was really interesting how she um, told basically like with words the main character that well you have this and this in your life but um, but I don't have those because my parents were immigrants and I have to be really careful what I say at home and all that stuff and she really called out the main character on her privilege and yeah it's something I I don't see in as many movies as I should but it was eye-opening. I've actually seen Moxie too. And I kind of agree with you there. I, I think that's the only movie I've seen so far where the side characters are way more interesting than the main character. But it was actually a really good dynamic because all of the characters on the side really advised the main character. And I think we should have more movies like this where we cast white people in main leads and we put them in humbling positions where they have to learn where they go wrong. As good as it is to have um, to have people of color in main in in main roles, it's also really good to have white people learning from their own prejudices. And I think what having young white kids watch that from a young age will let them know that it's okay to be wrong as long as you get up and learn from it. Like um, more diverse guests. I think it's also interesting how at the beginning of like the golden age of Hollywood, let's say, or in the 30s and 40s, there were a few movie stars that everybody knew and who were really famous and they um, set trends and everything. And nowadays we have a lot more um, people playing in different movies or some of them just in one genre. but with more people i think it's more relatable as well like you can find somebody you can relate to and you feel um like you really like yeah i think i think the playing field has really leveled out in the past it was only really powerful people that could really make it into hollywood movies and i'm not saying that the working class didn't get any opportunities but i personally feel like Hollywood had a really strict level of standard in terms of what they wanted. And this standard was by no means ethical. It was racist. It was also really sexist. And people getting opportunities in Hollywood at the time was very, very low. But now that things are, now that things have become more global, I feel like those standards have kind of loosened up and people are becoming more evaluated on the basis of their skills and talents. I can't say this for every Hollywood movie, but I ha have observed generally that people are more open to seeing different, different kinds of characters on TV now, and it actually makes for a better viewing experience. Yeah, I think I think that's true, and you're right. 
um, is that we talked about our favorite movies and so here and now you get the chance to um, talk about your favorite and recommend it to the listeners. My favorite movie from the past for someone like me to have a favorite. But okay, if I really had to talk about a movie that majorly impacted me, I guess it would be... Hmm. Okay, yeah, um, I guess it would be A Silent Voice. That movie impacted me the most. It's not it's not live action, it's animated, but yeah, it 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 has a lot of themes that I personally could relate to. Um it talks about bullying, it talks about um coping with disability, it talks about redeeming yourself and trying to find a better chance so that things go better this time. It's it's just got a, it's just got a lot of themes that that I like to um I like to see in movies and yeah that would be my favorite movie a silent voice so that's it for today and thanks for listening with love jenzy